Southern Bread, Southern Red, um, catching up with Katrina Price. Hello, Katrina. Hello, how are you, Paul? Nice to be speaking to you again. It is, and Dave Kennedy. Welcome to you, Dave. Thank you very much, Paul. Good to catch up. It's an exciting time of year with the uh, NZB sales fast approaching. I've actually got the dates. The, um, they start on the 19th of February at Caraca um, and go through to the tw- from the 20th through to the 22nd, which is when uh, Southern Bread, Southern Red really kick into f- um, phase, I suppose. The 20th being the trotting day um, and the 21st and 22nd being the pacing day. But um, it's going to be upon us very, very quickly, isn't it? Yeah, it always sort of comes around, doesn't it? I mean, we are a week later than normal this year. Um, But, yeah, you know, I think we're just over a fortnight out from our tour. And, yeah, once that hits, then, you know, it's only a week to the sales. So, yeah, the last few weeks will fly fly around in some ways. And in other respects, it seems to drag as you're just trying to get the, you know, yearlings up there in one piece and, yeah, hold everything together, basically. I've got got me, you you hold your breath. Yeah. I've got the, um, the the tour dates that it is booked out, but anyone looking and, and, and they're saying, how can we get involved? And it, it's pretty much for next year, but there'll be plenty of people there as well. You can get in touch with people, but they basically, it's, you know, a lot of people enjoy the tour um, and they're getting around to all of the studs and enjoying, a, you know, looking at the yearlings, but I suppose also some great friendships that are, are probably, um, you know, made over these long tri- those sorts of tours. Yeah, I think it's as much about, you know, sort of the networking and sort of, yeah, mixing with, you know, people with shared interests as what it is, you know, looking at the actual horses. So, yeah, I think that's something that, yeah, everybody really appreciates. Yeah, I think they like going to everybody's place just to see where they're born, reared and how they uh, operate. No, and Southern Bread, Southern Red, bat way above your your, your um average well, you, where you are. I think there's 71 yearlings catalogued with the um, we believe it might be down to 70 at the minute, and that that'll there'll probably be a couple more. But there was 71 yearlings catalogued at the start of the sale. The West Australian Cup was run and won on Friday night, just gone, and um, yeah, New Zealand from West Australia is a long way, but. Had a, an amazing, I suppose, influence on this catalogue, and especially for you guys there at Southern Bread, Southern Red, um, Katrina. I'm going to actually play the the last 400 metres, but um, nine of the 12 horses in this cup were New Zealand bred. First two home, Southern Bread, Southern Red, and himself, who had no luck at all um, back in the pack. I think he finished about fourth last, but really had no chance, which in itself is an amazing feat. But then, Katrina, you've come on and you've got an even bigger stat for me that uh, really highlights, I suppose, what Southern Bread, Southern Red is all about. Yeah, well, I mean, Gary Hall Sr. just uh, recorded his 13th WA Cup, which is an amazing feat. Um, but six, seven, sorry, seven of those have been SBSR horses. So starting off with I'm the Mighty Quinn, who, of course, won three. But then we've got Hokanui Ben, Chicago Bull, Wild West, and now... Um, Diego adding to that list so and I think that just reflects what happens you know when the SBSR horses get over to Perth they just yeah thrive over there and you know I don't think there'd be any of those cups over there that don't have you know SBSR names alongside them so I think it might have a bit to do with the fact that over there you know they run over distance on that small track you've got to have something that's durable you know because I think it shows up any soundness or gait issues and I think that's probably the biggest strength of SPSR horses is, you know, the way that they're raised, um, the environment that they've had is that they are durable and, and sound. So, yeah, get them over there and, um, yeah, that's what they can do. 
it's it's quite interesting. At the end of this, the horses we're going to highlight, we're going to highlight eight uh, colts, all colts today. Uh, but you've got a New Zealand Cup winner. You've got a couple of uh, West Australian Cup winners as well in the family. It just highlights exactly what you were saying just there. Um, the depth that you guys have in your breeding stocks is just amazing, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, and look, I think that's, you know, comes down to the investment that, you know, breeders down here have made, you know, sort of developing their own breeds, but then also, you know, improving it with buying and other stuff. So, yeah, I mean, these these sort of families aren't made overnight. It takes generations of investment and, you know, luck and hard work, and, and that's what you see in, in the catalogue. Yeah, no, definitely. We're going to start off with the, tr the trotters. The first one is offered up for um, or consigned by white um, bloodstock. This is a family, this is a cult, but this is a family a lot of people would really want to get into, um, being by Love You, out of the Majestic Sun Mare, one over to Sky. Um, really lovely type, this horse, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Look, um, first thing that grabs you, he's an early foal, 23rd of September, so, I mean, that's always, you're off to a head start. Um, and then, of course, his pedigree. Um, second foal um, from Amir, um, she won five, um, and she's a daughter of the millionaires, you know, one over Kenny, who's not only done it on the track, but now in the brood mare paddock. She's left nine foals, one of which um, is a yearling, who you discussed on the show, I think, last week, the On Solitaire. And she's had eight winners, and they include one over De Moon, Ultimate Stride, uh, one overall, who's doing a really good job racing in Australia at the moment. Um, and then close up in that pedigree, you also have Queen Alida. So, I mean, this is absolute top shelf um, trotting breeding. So, and of course, by Love You. So, yeah, yeah not, too, not too many um, gaps or holes there. It's a family you cannot get into to buy or to breed, especially uh, with the fillies. And as you just rightfully pointed out, Katrina, with the Love You factor as well, it's just an amazing opportunity for someone to purchase some very, very regally bred um, Australasian bloodlines, if you like. Exactly, yeah. And, I mean, the Love You, you know, that's ultimate stride with that family, so it's proven. Um, and then you look at the individual himself and, you know, he looks a lovely, nice, strong type. Nice. Um, and as you said, the, the family's been pretty tightly held with fillies, as rightly so I would be too. Um, so, yeah, to be able to get into this family's, yeah, a bit of a privilege really. Yeah, it is indeed. A lot of people will be looking at him, that's for sure, and he's uh, Timmy White, and that'll look after this horse. Uh, the Craigs from Winton, there you have Castle Hill, um, a son of what the hill out of a Sundon mare. That's nearly all you have to say with the trotting bloodlines over here in, in, in Australia especially. You don't see very often a, uh, a, a trotter win that doesn't have sunline in that uh, maternal family. No, he's certainly been a, an unbelievable sire and broodmare sire, Paul. And Michelle's done a great job with his family. The damn son, Miss, well, she's been an awesome mare. Uh, this is her 12th uh, foal, and the 11th has just turned three, so uh, she's left 10 individual winners that have collectively won 76 races. So the mare's done a phenomenal job, and they're all, a uh, majority are all by different size, so the dam certainly stamps them. Uh, the second dam is the legendary Mayor Miranai, whose 19 wins include the Group 1 Row Cup and Dominion Cup. He's a lovely colt, precocious type, strong. You know, he's, uh, he should uh, be highly sought after too, I'd imagine. He reminds me uh, um, of Sunday Sun. When I looked at him, he, he has that appearance about him of, of the same as Sunday Sun. He's that similar sort of um, build. Um, before we go on to the paces, 
it's an amazing, you guys have highlighted three and we touched on one other horse in the catalogue with the trotting section from the Southern Red, Southern Red team, all one, one mare to a page. You know, like it's just, and that's possibly the, the one we, uh, 166, there was two, but she's only had one foal and it wasn't old enough to race. So, I mean, just that one, amazing the depth in the broodmare band you have with your trotters there. Yeah, well, hopefully we get to do another segment because, I mean, we have this, you know, a half to high grove and, you know, so there's plenty of others that, you know, it was sort of like looking through. Uh, I think we've got uh, 11 trotters catalogued and, um, yeah, I mean, you could have, take your pick of any of them to highlight. Yep, and we want, I want to highlight that um, on the nine, sorry, on the twentieth, I will be there. We're going to be going live prior to that because we want people to be aware that the trotting sale is on on the Monday, and um, you know we want people to be on top of it and have a look at these quality trotters. The trotters are only growing. There's some amazing announcements over here in Australia just recently as well, which you know the Queenslanders, uh, sorry, the New Zealanders like going to Queensland in the middle of winter. So don't be scared to to buy a trotter because there's a seventy five thousand dollar. I suppose the equivalent of their consolation, if you like, for three and four-year-old trotters, which will only grow with what Queensland are doing. So it's pretty important, you know, exciting times for to own a trotter, that's for sure. And as I said, the twentieth, um, I think the sale kicks off at three o'clock New Zealand time. So we want to make sure people are aware of that and um, and be across it. But we'll get more and more on that. And Katrina, you will be right. There'll be more more of these coming. Plus, I'll be catching up with plenty of people on the day, so people are aware of them and have a look at these quality trotters. Lot number. Lot number 218 is the first of our uh, paces uh, that we're going to showcase today. Always be Mickey out of Bay Jet. Um, interestingly enough, he's a Bay Colt, but that's not his name. Um, Wild West and Leah, two horses that the Aussies will know very, very well in this family. Yeah, exactly. So this fella's here, half-brother um, to the very talented um, Wild West, who um, he was last year's winner of the WA Pacing Cup, and um, in November he was second in the Group 1 James Brennan Memorial, so um, after he'd come back from the East Coast. Um, and I looked it up, he's $1,010 off winning half a million dollars um, in stake earning, so he's, he's done a terrific job, you know. Over there, and another half sister was Leah. Um, so she was American Ideal. Um, she recorded her first two wins here in Southland in really impressive fashion, um, and then went across to Australia. Um, I think Australians and everybody would like the fact the second dam's by fake left. That's always a bonus having you know that in your pedigree. Um, and this fella just looks like he's a nice big typical always be Mickey. So you know what you'd be wanting to you know expect to see. Yeah, no, he does. He's got a lot of leg about him. I actually wrote there, uh, Leggy, and of course offered up for, by Macar Lodge, who do a terrific job down there in the south. Uh, not just preparing yearlings and racing horses, but they look after the stands, they fold down, they are a one-stop shop that do an amazing job uh, for the breeding season, scene in New Zealand. Bodine Breeding, uh, might be one Dave Kennedy offer up lot number 225, a stay hungry. Now, these have been very... I suppose, keenly looked at, if you like, over here with a lot of the horses we looked at. And he throws a, a lovely type, Dave. Yeah, I definitely, uh, the, the colt I've got's a lovely type. And uh, I read one of the articles uh, from America and um, Tony Alunga reckoned uh, Stay Hungry would be the most perfect horse he'd ever bought. And he seems to be leaving it. And, and the Sun Beach line is definitely working, isn't it? Oh, I think the Sun Beach line is uh, going to take off. I think um, 
um, in Australia and America. They've done a fantastic job, and Stay Hungry's fourth in the two-year-old size list in America. I see he's, um, he's booked out over there, and at Harrisburg the other day, he topped the sale with six colts or six horses, uh, 161,000. So uh, they're certainly after them over in America now. And then you go back to second dam of this colt is Bodine Babe and done a huge job with quite a few of those horses, Bodine Boaz um, and also Guns and Roses, very familiar names to the Australians. Yes, yeah, no, um, the Bodine Babe, the mother of this, has done a great job with Bodine Boaz, uh, Bodine Bad Babe, um, Guns and Roses. She's, she's done a great job and and um, she's 22 years old and you would think she's 12. She's absolutely magnificent order. <laughs> that's, that's a good country you guys have. That's why. Yeah, well, I think it would be the best season in South and I can ever remember. We've had a great winter, unbelievable spring and a tremendous summer and I don't ever remember making as much hay and baleage. Um, it's, it's going to waste in, in Southland, that's for sure. Lot 237, there's going to be a lot of people. So there's a, some major uh, form updates, if you like, uh, to this one uh, offered up by White Stables. Again, um, here, but to, of course, the second dam being the, the dam of Diego, the West Australian Cup winner, just the other night. Yeah, yeah, I think this pedigree update should be in flashing lights, really, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, this, this, <laughs> this guy's second foal, first foal's just turned three. Um, and as you said, the dam is a half to Diego. Um, and Diego in the last six weeks, um, not only has he just won, you know, the WA Cup, but he was third in the WA Village Kids Sprint, first in a free-for-all, first in a Group 2 JP Stratton Cup, third in the um, Fremantle Cup. Uh, he's now won 20 races and uh, for over 403,000. So, yeah, I mean, he's just on fire at the moment, so you don't get any more sort of present and up-to-date than this. And we saw. Um, I always like to look through dam sires, and you know, I think that's sort of where the strength comes through. And you've got Washington VC, Christian Cullen, and what's next? So a really good mix of, um, you know, speed, brilliance, and a bit of toughness there. Um, he's a good-looking type, and from what I've seen of the Captain Crunches, he looks like he's got that Captain Crunch look. So, yeah, exciting. That was one thing I was going to say. The Captain Crunches were sought after at the recent APG sale in Brisbane. They were very, very popular. But more so, go back to the weanling sale for NZB back uh, last year, and I think they averaged about $45,000. I think there's only three offered up. Um, and people yeah. are very, very keen on Captain Crunch as a sire as well, aren't they? Yeah, well, he's uh, he's certainly left magnificent types. I saw them up at Auckland, and they were stamped. They were correct. They had confirmation, and, you know, I think he'll uh, do a great job. And he's from a great family too, the... Sweet Lou family, so, you know, I can't see him uh, not being a good sire. That's that's interesting, even with Captain Crunch. Um, he's by Captain Treacherous, of course, but it goes back to that Sweet Lou family. We know what Sweet Lou's been able to do here in Australia, so it, it he does tick a lot of boxes, Crunch, at the minute. Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's going to be interesting getting his young ones on the track. <laughs> It <laughs> will be indeed. Uh, Picasso Denario, um, offered up by Denario Breeding, an Art Major Colt. Uh, that's pretty much all you have to say sometimes, Art Major Colt, and that gets enough people sitting up and uh, having a good look anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, he's been a favourite of, you know, um, buyers at the sale, um, sales for years, hasn't he? And, you know, for a reason too, you know, he just keeps delivering. So, um, and you've got the bonus that this is a, from a better's delight daughter, 
So if we look at that art major over the Betters Delight Cross, you know, you've got horses such as Merlin, Princess Tiffany, Beyond Words, Major Perry, and so on. So um, we know the cross works. Um, this is um, a daughter of Group 1 winning mare, Lizzie Maguire. She was a top filly. She won 460000 herself. So... Um, and then has been on the dam of Kamani, who's won over 300k in New Zealand, Australia, and is now um, in the States winning over there. Um, and Asuka, who's uh, the dam of exciting um, up-and-coming horse Jack the Builder. He's had four wins in a second from his five starts racing up in Auckland. Um, once again, look at the dam size. You've got Better's Delight, Christian Cullen, Live or Die. So probably don't need to say too much more, really. Um, Ticks all boxes. Yeah. Jack the Builder, just go back to that horse there. He's out of Kamoi, is that who you said? Kim yeah, Kamani. Kim oh, sorry, he's out of um, Asuka, who's out of um, Lizzie Maguire. Yeah, because it's not actually on there, so that's actually another important update. Yep. You, you're going good at this, Yeah. You say about Golden Cross's art major over Better's Delight, but there's also the, the other super Golden Cross here, the uh, Better's Delight over the Christian Cullen is the, the cross for Georgino as well. So it does tick a lot of boxes, that horse, doesn't it? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and um, and he looks like he's got the type um, to go with that too. There's already a horse called Golden Cross, so you might have to call him Double Golden Cross or something like that because he's got the he's got the two ticks if you get <laughs> yeah, him. I think but he's, he's already named though. He <laughs> is indeed Picasso Denario. I'll get into trouble there. Um, the next one he is not named, um, but he is offered up by Price no. Blood. Price Bloodstock, he's at, well, unless he is called a Bay Cop, but no, he's not. Um, <laughs> Katrina, a better's delight out of an American ideal, mare in Heart of Dixie. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we've got the privilege of, um, yeah, offering this guy here. So, uh, he's the third foal. Um, so, Heart of Dixie, um, she's out of the, excuse me, family. So, sort of, um, you don't get any better than that. Um, her first two foals are both group race winners. Uh, so she's got Azana, who's been racing over in WA. He's won 11 now um, in a rupt stride. Um, so we sold him a couple of years at the sales ago. And, um, yeah, he's had five wins as a two-year-old last year. So, yeah, she's certainly looking like she's carrying on the, the family um, ways. Um, talking about crosses, better's delight over American ideal. This is the same cross as Republican Party, Don't Stop Dreaming, Color Will Fly By and Brave View Kelly. So, you know, it, it works as well as these guys. Um, the Dam won six, and she's a half to Maxim, who won the Victoria Derby. Um, Splendor, who won seven and is the Dam of Magnificent Storm. And then if you go back to the second Dam, um, she's a half to Dream About Me, Chris and Me, Hands Christian, and then next Dam back is Excuse Me. Uh, he's a first of September foal. He's got an amazing constitution. Um, and, yeah, he looks what you'd hope he'd look like when you look at his pedigree page. So, yeah, he, pretty excited about him. He, with crosses and things at work, like obviously he's got two fools, both malt of one group racing um, and that. Then you turn around and you threw that next one in and you throw a horse like Brave View Kelly who is going to be one of the favourites in the Ladyship Mile coming up very shortly after her win uh, last night. Yeah. Yes, that's good. But one of the horses that I fell in love with with my New Zealand trip, Republican Party. Um, I encourage everyone to have a Republican Party in their in their stable because he's just he's an exciting horse. He's a good looking rooster too, and this bloke looks like he's a similar sort of horse. Uh, yeah, well, we bred Republican Party and sold him at the sales. I so, didn't know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love him too. 
<laughs> yeah, um, and they they are similar. They're just those bitters delights. Just I uh, just keep coming back to Constitution. You know, they just both Republican Party and this wee guy here in the middle of winter take the cover off, and they're just absolutely gleaming fat as you know little pigs. And yeah, so and I think you know that that goes a long way when they're racing. So yes. Exciting crosses, and as I said, it's a proven cross that works anyway. It's got two fools yep. by Betters Delight. That's about all you need to know, but then you start throwing those other names in, and uh, yeah, it is uh, it is very, very exciting. Um, and then the last is going to be on the last day of the sale is uh, lot number 315. Um, someone's going to say the surname of the people offering this horse up for me. Stephen Belkey. Belkey, thank you. Um, of course, this is a sweet Lou um, out of the Art Major Mary in Loyal Arden. Yes, he's uh, a nice sweet Lou colt. Look, looks like a sweet Lou, and he's out of the half sister to Arden Rooney that won the New Zealand Cup and the Hunter Cup. And Arden Messi is now in uh, the United States, has done a great job too. The dam has left two good winners from. Uh, from both in form in Australia, loyalist. He's now a Group Three winner of nine races and 120k, and he's gone 151.6, and he's actually doing. He's on fire right now. And Mr. Perfect has won six and 53,000. And um, Sweet Lou uh, over the um, Art Major Me has done a great job. Um, and then it go. He goes back to Walton Hanover and Socky's Adam. Um, Loyal Arden, so she's she's bred in the purple too, to be fair. It's the family of uh, Magira, Reba Lord, and he looks a real neat type. Looks like he could go early. And Sweet Lou's the sire of um, Can't Find a Better Man, Spirit of St. Louis. They both, both, yeah, they both won. Yeah, both won last night yeah. at, Mangle, at yeah. Menangle. And Spirit of St. Louis at this stage is his biggest uh, earner down under. And he's also out of an art major mare. And in America, he's done a great job. Lou's Perlman's won the Little Brown Jug. Hell of a Lou, the Adios final. Where where we be, Butte, um, won the Breeders' Crown and the Dan Patch. And Dancing Lou's won the Breeders' Crown, William Horton Memorial. So, yeah, Sweet Lou's doing a great job. He's second on the size list in um, America, the two-year-old size list, and he won the Australian one. So, yeah, he's a sire of precocious young horses and ones that go good. He had uh, 50 individual winners for the two year, individual two-year-old winners. Sorry, last season, um, and he started off the 2023 season with a bang with the first one as well in uh, Albion Park. So uh, a lot of people know I'll wear a few hats, but one of them is green in the, in the Woodlands one, and uh, yeah, I know they're really high on him and the job that he's doing. So, but then you go back that bloodline, and it's like what I said there at the start of the show. We mentioned numerous West Australian Cup winning horses. In, and, you know, Arden Rooney, you've got a New Zealand Cup winner, plus a Hunter Cup winner. Like, it's uh, both sides yeah. of the ditch. And he did it both ways too because, I mean, he came to Australia. He was domiciled in Australia. But, um, you know, first horse to win the New Zealand Cup for a female trainer and driver in Karen Manning. Um, you know, he done a lot of great things, that horse. So, um, and had, a, had his issues, could hit a knee. Um, and a few other issues as well going along. He was just a super tough horse. And I think he typifies Southern Bred, Southern Red in a way, the way that you guys, the horses that you have, you have Republican parties, if you like, and magnificent storms, but you have those dour, tough horses as well. 
Uh, no, I did. I think, the, as Katrina mentioned earlier, the upbringing and, you know, the past is the south and, you know, I, I believe is the Kentucky of Auster, Australasia. And um, I think just that early um, grass and that just makes them, uh, it gets the bones and everything, their structure. I think that's a big help for um, young young horses racing. No, I do indeed. I, I think it is it is super exciting. As we said there before, I, nine of the 12 horses going around in the uh, West Australian Cup the overnight uh, were New Zealand bred, but then Katrina goes and trumps me with, what was it? Seven of... Uh, Seven of Gary Hall Senior's 13 WA Cups, yet won by SBSR horses. Yeah, which is a much better stat than mine, I must say. But I was impressed with mine for a start. I thought it wasn't too bad. <laughs> and then, you did well. You did well. I think you've got to keep a very big eye because we said there before about Brave View, Kelly, Spirit of St. Louis um, and the um, other horse of Luke McCarthy's. Keep an eye on all these future races here because they are really major updates for these catalogues um, right at the minute. There's plenty of horses out of these catalogues winning. Uh, the horse you said there before, Mr. Perfect, I think he's due to race again shortly. He's just a lovely racehorse over here. Um, likes the tight tracks, yeah. likes, likes the big tracks. He's a lovely horse for the Jacks. So, yeah. Mm. No. Yeah, um, and yeah, like, I mean, the SBSR draft, I mean, there is so much variety. We've got 41 Colts, 29 fillies um, being offered, uh, and they're by 22 individual sires. So we've got the proven ones. We've got Majestic Sons, Love Yous, Art Majors, Better's Delight, Captain Treacherous as an American Ideals. Then you've got your up-and-comers, such as Father Patrick, Sweet Lou, Always Be Mickey, Down by the Seaside, and Vincent. And then you've got your really exciting newcomers, Captain Crunch, Fear the Dragon, Stay Hungry, Blather Up, and so on. So I think, yeah, there should be something for every, anyone. Um, and actually, one thing you can do is if you go onto the NZB page and if you go into search, just type in SBSR, and then that will bring up the 70 SBSR lots. So you can just have a look exclusively at, at the draft. So you just go into the search engine and type in SBSR? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So if you bring up the Christchurch sale, and then it'll have all the catalogue, you know, the lots listed, and there's just a little um, window there that you can just type in, and so just put in SBSR, and then that'll take it down to the 70 lots that are in our draft. Just so it'll make it a lot easier for going through these ones that we've talked about. And that, to get to that, you just go to nzbstandardbred.co.nz. That banner is up the bot on the bottom just as we speak right now. Yep. So we want people to yep. be able to, to to go there and visit that site. Visit them all. Be aware Be aware. Christchurch starts on the Monday. As I said, the trotters go under the hammer from 3 o'clock onwards, um, and that is the 20th um, and concludes selling on the 22nd at about 4.30. So there's plenty of horses to go through. Um, there's going to be a lot of intrigue and interest. I'm going to be over there. I'm super excited about being over there and really looking forward to it. It'll be my first time um, at the yearling sales. It'll also be my first time at the Christchurch sales, obviously, because uh, there wasn't any sale there. So I think that part is good. A couple of little important ones we still want to get. We're going to mention the SBSR bus trip. It is booked out, but this is what you're missing out on. And you can see there that all the studs open up. It's an organised trip, uh, two-day trip, and it's on the 13th and 14th of February. I think uh, February the 14th is Valentine's Day, so uh, just make sure you get some roses on hand and things along those lines. Um, I think it's that day, so uh, we must remember that. But yeah. also the uh, Canterbury, and now the Canterbury uh, tour is not a bus tour, so it's everyone is invited to that. Uh, it starts on the 7th of February, which is Tuesday, 
next Tuesday, is it? No, Tuesday week. Must be Tuesday week. Yep. Um, at Rosedale Farm and concludes at Ripple Creek on the Wednesday the 8th. Again, all organised. I think they've been catered for as well. So we want to encourage people to get to that tour and check all these horses out. If any of my Aussie friends are watching this, they want to get in touch with you guys, by all means, just give us a call through the, the catalogue. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, all preparers and vendors would be happy to take inspections, you know, um, not on the tour dates as well. So, and um, I'm sure, you know, Aussies over there, you know, you'll know someone here in Southland or somewhere around that can come and have a look at the horses and the flesh. So okay. you don't, don't be afraid to yell out about that either. Um, and all of our horses will be up there in Christchurch by the Sunday. So, um, even though, you know, the Monday's trotting day, you know, you can inspect all the horses. They'll all be there available for inspection. And that, that is very important, especially for the southern uh, bred ones, because basically that's why the trotters are on the one day, because boxes are um, at a premium, if you like. So the trotters will go under the hammer and then they'll move out and the next lot of horses come. But all of the southern bred horses will actually be there on that um, yep. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, yep. and Wednesday for inspection. So that's yep. pretty exciting as well. So people people mm -hmm. are aware of it. Um, the oysters aren't bad down uh, down the south of uh, New Zealand this time of year either, are they, Katrina? Uh, not quite. March, yeah, March start. the start. So, yeah, it's normally after the sales. I was going to get people to go down there, have some oysters and inspect your oysters, horses at the same time. But it's an excuse to go down there anyway and, and view a beautiful part of the world. New Zealand anywhere is a beautiful yeah. part of the world. Oh, we've, got, we've got plenty of us on offer, yeah. yeah. The crayfish and white bait and all that is pretty good. Yeah. We, we want to encourage people to get down there, get in touch with you guys to see some quality uh, horses and also, as I said, on those dates. So, guys, thank you. Um, really appreciate your time. Won't be the last one of these we're doing. We'll do a couple more um, probably later the week after this one goes up. Um, and then, as I said, I'll be over there from the 20th on, in the South Island, but I'll be in the North Island from the 17th, um, highlighting the race meeting and then also um, you know, showcasing some of these great horses that uh, are going to go under the hammer uh, for so many of the vendors. Guys, thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me. And please, anyone wants to get in touch with these two, please pick up your catalogue and you'll be able to see it. If you haven't got a catalogue, go online. Names and phone numbers are on there as well. So, And don't forget what uh, Katrina just said then. SBSR, and you'll get the whole 70 horses um, allocated there now, and you'll be able to go through them individually. Guys, thank you. Thanks, thank Paul. You, Paul. Yeah, no, you're doing great work. So thank you and keep it up. Thank you.